anyways, I have a question for you. Um, oh, hello, Kratos. Stop talking to me. Uh, sorry, there was an ad playing for the for the show. Um, what? Uh, well, we usually do food stuff here at the top, but I have a different question for you. What was your most played CD during high school? Ooh. Or or cassette? If you if you fucked with cassettes, I know Bobby, you're pretty old, but. Uh, <laughs> album. Your most played album during your high school years. My most played album. Yep. During high school. Yep. Oh man. Um probably like Sgt. Peppers or uh Is a Real Boy by Say Anything. Yeah, that's fair. Probably the top two. Yeah. You know, the just just two bands that are very much like each other exactly. <laughs> i my two favorite bands so it it would make sense i really had a i mean i did a lot of stuff with mixed cds i got when i graduated eighth grade i got a cd burner and so mm-hmm. i burned like i would just make a lot of mixes but like whole albums um it would have been near the end of high school and it would have been the postal service. I would say that I played the shit out of that album. Yes. Um, okay. Excellent. Excellent. That and Interpol were probably like two of my biggest. Um, but like I again, mixes were. Yeah, what I, I played them. Played the most. Of, I made a sure. lot of burnt CDs. I had an MP3 oh, CD player, mm-hmm. so oh, I would, yeah. I'd I would make CDs that had like however many songs those could hold i don't remember it was like around 100 wasn't it well if you did like straight mp3s but if you did them as like wave format you could put like 18 to 20 depending on the song length but sure if you had a cd player because that was really cool and like it's like hey it's gonna basically treat a cd as like an like what we know as mp3 players or what we knew as mp3 players it could be a data disc and you could put a shit ton on there but it was usually like a lower compression lower audio quality yeah my uh my first car only had a cassette player which uh not not great for playing playing my new cds um so i played i played a lot of sergeant peppers as well um and a lot of magical mystery tour those were those were um a couple of of tapes that i had but then once i got the cd player it was all yellow card ocean avenue all the time yeah (laughs) that was that was huge and then uh and then demon days Mm-hmm. Gorilla's Demon Days was oh, was also uh, played quite a bit. The problem was my c- commute to school was four minutes, so it's like one uh, song. Yeah, I could I could get one. through most of uh, fire coming out of a monkey's head, and then I was already parked. Is uh, that well, the one that Matt Berry joined them for? I think that's the song recently that Matt Berry came on and did all of the voice. Oh, really? Over. Like there, there's a concert in England. Matt Berry was on stage with the Gorillas. I'm pretty sure that it was Fires on the Monkey's Head. Then he's doing the whole bit. That's awesome. Just, I I love that song. It's it's yeah. probably my favorite Gorilla song. It's um. You have to look. You should look. Keep me honest on that and look it up. Why I get us rolling into here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Uh, show. Well, the show's starting late because again, technology damnedest thing and if you if you are watching our show or listening to our show and you do any sort of streaming you know that this stuff is unpredictable so late start tonight but you found the casual hour you found the last 
episode in the 200s of the casual hour you have found episode 299 of the casual hour we're a podcast ostensibly about video games but tonight we're mostly about the worst pokemon i'm bobby peace the host of this shit show joining me as always chase kennecke and joining me occasionally johnny amazich how are you two doing bobby you're correct it is it is that one it, it was is, so it good. You, you, you need to watch it. It's so good. Yeah, I, I will do that right after the podcast. Uh, we've got a very special deep dive tonight led by one Johnny Amazich, and we've got a shit ton of games to talk about before that. Uh, to give you a little teaser of what you can expect tonight, we're going to talk about Tinykin. We're going to talk about Shovel Knight Dig. We've got some hot takes on Tactics Ogre Reborn. Lunistus. Is that right? Did I say that right? Lunistus? I think so. Sure. L- Lunistus. Uh, a little to the left, Sonic Frontiers, Somerville, Pentiment, Warzone 2.0. And then last but not least, we're going to tell you with a bracket, no less, an authentic bracket, what is the worst Pokemon brought to you by... Definitively. We like, we like making brackets for the worst of things. We did it with character and now we're doing it with Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon, not yeah. characters. I mean, some some Pokemon are characters. Ash's Pikachu is a character. Yeah. Pikachu, not a character. Fair. Uh, so let's get to it because we do have a lot to get through here. Um, Chase, what you been playing, man? Yeah, I can run through uh, some of this stuff pretty quick. Uh, I tried this Lunasis demo. We uh, we showed that in our November preview. This is the game that kind of looks like a. Uh, Kind of looks like a bonus stage of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or like more accurately, I guess it's supposed to look more like a Saturn style 3D game. Saturn was not known for its 3D. Um, this game, I think it has a really cool look to it. Uh, Bobby, I, I think you were not as enamored with the look. Uh, yeah, in I was the, not into what I saw. Which I get. It's, it's going for that low poly look that... Uh, does does just look old i don't think it i don't think it um, ages super well but i really like the style that they have here and i think it looks pretty darn clean with what they've done uh i thought this was going to be more of like a like a runner type game and it is but it's not automatic you're not it's not auto running for you and it's <laughs> It's tough. I, I I want to like this game more than I do. It is a very precise platformer. You fall off a lot and, and you can just re- keep resetting. It's yeah. fine. And it does have some checkpoints. But when I look at that game in trailers, it just looks like, oh, this is such a smooth thing. It, it looks like what I want a Sonic the Hedgehog game to look like, where you're grinding on rails and you're bouncing on stuff and you're jumping and popping stuff as you, as you bounce from, from balloon to balloon to get to your place. And it's like, okay, this is like some cool 3d ish Sonic stuff, but in this old style and at at certain times at its peak, it is that it's really hard to get into that peak. And my biggest problem is that it has some separate paths that you can take to get all the different secrets in the levels. And those just slow you down completely. Um, And you, you go one way and then it kind of says, okay, well now you have to like do some precision platforming that you should do slower. We're still timing you, but you should do this more slowly. And then you finish it and you kind of have to backtrack back to what the, the main path was. 
It's like, ah, I just want that sense of momentum and speed and always progressing forward that I get from Sonic stuff. And this wasn't quite it. Um, I still think it's it's fun. I did, again, the demo's free. It's uh, it's on eShop. It's uh, I'm sure it's everywhere else as well. Um, it's I think it looks cool. I think the music is is good. Um, and you get I think four levels. Okay. Uh, that that you get to play in the demo, three of the different environments and and four levels total. Did you say what uh, you're playing it on? I played it on Switch. Um, okay. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Cool. But yeah, it didn't enamor me, unfortunately, even though I really wanted it to. Um, I also played some Shovel Knight Dig. Not not too much. I, I only played maybe three or four um, attempts at it. And you guys are right. That game is hard. Um, yeah. Yes, I, it is. <laughs> I think in some parts, unfairly hard, uh-huh. where it has a lot of hidden enemies that, that bounce in, which I think when you have a roguelike game that where these things can end your run that feels bad that, yeah that feels yeah. cheap yeah it's it's a bummer um and it, it does like i think i think it's one of those games that they've made approachable but hard to master to a fault and i do think that you have to spend a lot of currency in game to get the gear that you might be able to carry with you to make these runs more substantial even the whole like it costs like 2000 coins to open a fast mm-hmm. travel and then 500 coins i think or 400 coins to use it each time it's just the, the currency i don't really love but i really like i mean i do like the game i just wish that certain things that you unlocked like progression through to the next world did not cost money to take take advantage yeah. of yeah I think it I think it has some cool mechanics. I think it plays well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it it has it reminds me enough of Shovel Knight that that it doesn't feel like it betrays having the Shovel Knight name on it. But it's not it's just not quite there from a from a roguelike perspective, in my opinion. Like there there's a billion other roguelikes that I would rather be playing on my Nintendo Switch but this one is is new and i think i think it it will have a fan base and i think it'll it'll build a fan base that'll really love it and appreciate it for its quirks and difficulty which is not i'm just not quite that guy uh but it is something that i that i might go back to every once in a while and just kind of check in and see where it's going because i think it has some some really neat ideas and and sometimes when i get it going and i'm starting to have a good run i'm like okay i I like this i I like where this is going and then a little cheap thing or two will happen like okay that that's kind of fucked i don't like that that's kind of how i felt about it as well um and i think as far as like roguelites of that flavor are concerned spelunky still reigns supreme for me yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just at a point, man, where like I think games in general at this like I'm at a point in my life with what I I fine tuned what I really dig and what I like. I like to, I like to dabble and try a bunch of new stuff. Uh, I want to continue to play new things, but I don't want to spend a whole lot of times on punitive games, man. It's just not it's not my thing. It's yeah. not my thing. And, and I think just the roguelike genre, I, one, I think it's relatively oversaturated at this point. A little bit. And, and the problem, <laughs> the real problem is that there are so many good examples. 
and mm-hmm. it's, it's hard so to if be. you're gonna if you're gonna make a roguelike, you gotta make a really damn good one to get me to stop playing Splunky, get me to stop playing um, Dead Cells. Dead Cells, thank you. That's the one I was thinking of. Hades. Um, I mean, Rogue Legacy Two is is now coming to Switch or just came to Switch, and like that's not that's not quite what I'm looking for anymore. Uh, I mean, that's a little different because it has the progression element. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. There's there's so many good ones, and it's hard to it's hard to go and say, okay, well, I guess I'll be playing some of this now. Yeah, for sure. And I think reception uh, for Dig was a little mixed. It, uh, yeah, I think that's a tough genre for sure. People yeah. are very, they're sickos, Johnny. They love it a lot. Yeah. You don't yeah. mess with the formula. No, uh, speaking of sickos, I am a sicko for Tinykin. Holy shit. Uh, I knew I would like this game. Guys, this this is this is like maybe top five game of the year for me at this point. It's I the, love this game. I love this game. It's really good, but it's, 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 um, you're not going to get a whole lot more outside of that first like world, maybe two worlds tops. I I disagree. I, I understand. It's it's a lot. What, it's kind of just going you, through the same thing, but you get different tinykins. Tinykin. Uh, you, get the, uh, you get the four tinykin at the very beginning. You get you get what you're going to get for the rest of the game. No, no, no. You get more. Dude, I beat the game. There's, I've got credits on it. There's more in every world. There's there's not. You get like four tinykin at the beginning. You, you only don't. have you have four color chase. I've beat the game. You're wrong, though. What you're saying is wrong. wrong. You get two at the start. You get the the purple ones that move things, and you get the red ones that explode. Those are the only two you get at the start. Then they add in the elect uh, the electric ones, and then they add in the green ones that can go into a ladder, and then they add the yellow ones that can make the the uh, slopes for you. And those all happen in like the next four worlds. They don't all happen at once. It's incredibly early on in the game where you get all of those unlocked. <laughs> we even talked about we even talked about that on the quick look. We we didn't. We only played the the first level in the quick look, and you only had the two. I I had never seen the ladder guys. I hadn't seen the electric guys. Uh, it. I still understand what you're saying. You're wrong, but you're wrong in this specific fact. But you're the general thing of this game is not. Um, it's not introducing a ton of new mechanics to you. You're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. That is right. But what's carrying me through on this game is just how beautiful the levels are. The, oh, yeah, the design the of them. I, I think that the, the, the mix of exploration to find the, the different tiny can in a level and then to use them to kind of Metroidvania yourself inside these, these levels are, are just so it's so fun. But it's and, not only that, it's that each level, it's the exact same, like do this, this, and this, do this, this, and this, yeah. do this, this, and this. And like, perfect. It, it's not, um, it's not perfect. I, I love it. I love it. Hey, this is, this is me talking about Tinykin. I know you like it, but I love it. And you know, I don't love like things. So let me talk about how much I love this game. Uh, it is, uh, it's a game without combat. And, and I think that's really cool in 2022. We don't have a ton of games without combat that, um, are still, good and fun to just be in um i know you really like grounded and i think grounded has some similar things with this of hey you're a small thing in a normal sized world 
and but grounded is a survival game in that you are crafting and fighting and doing things and tinykin's just like hey man what if you just like explored around and just enjoyed the space and they give you this uh you have this you don't have a double jump but you have a jump and then a float Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to extend that float as you go through the different levels. And it, to the point where you can just kind of float all the way around the, the levels and just it's such a it's such a cozy place to be in. While also each level that you go to is just a, a bigger expanded room from the last one. So you start in um, like a bedroom and then you move to. Uh, the bathroom, I think, is the second one. And then the third or no, no, no. Uh, it's like a it's like a um, garden, like a terrarium -y kind of place for the second one. And then it's a bathroom and then it's a kitchen. And now I I just got to the I, I think it's supposed to be the final world or at least one of the final worlds where uh, it's the kids bedroom that's treated like this theme park where there's oh, there's a castle that you can explore and some dinosaurs and these things. And I'm just very excited every time I get to a new room to see how they have built up these worlds. I, I talk about it a lot uh, when I when I played Micro Machines on the Sega Genesis and loving just driving these little cars over the breakfast table and having Cheerios be your your track guide, uh, the walls of the track. And this this game is that in spades. I love exploring spaces that have this. Uh, I know we did the quick look of, look of this and I thought it would look cool when we did that. But now that I'm playing it, I am just having the best time. And what I also love is no matter how big these levels get, they're not so big that you can't finish them in a game session. And and that has also been amazing as a person who doesn't want to spend a billion hours playing the same game and wait, especially wait, coming off wait, something wait, like wait, Alive. wait 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 shut the fuck up okay, Chase. hang on yep I, I heard it i heard it as soon as it came out of my mouth wait. <laughs> jesus fucking christ out of somebody needs to clip that yeah because that okay. is the, that is the most egregious <laughs> thing that you've ever done on this show let me let me clarify then because i have some johnny, games pull that the I play fucking stats a lot up. pull the stats up johnny <laughs> Because I have some games that yeah, I, I do play a lot, it's nice mm -hmm. to have a, a game that I know I can finish and I know I can finish relatively quickly. Uh, yes, Destiny is the game you're talking about, but also no. for me, I'm That's coming off Live Alive. Well, sure, that one too, but I'm not playing Animal Crossing right now. Um, but so coming off Live what felt like a good amount of hours on to play something like Tinykin and to know, hey, this is a... This is a quick game but i'm just i'm just having a great time exploring its world and seeing what new ways they've taken common household items and turned them into uh something that is is new and fresh and interesting to see uh when i when i had to throw my tiny kin at a toaster to get it to cook the bread and then pop the bread out in a in a specific way so it knocked the it knocked something off of the the cabinet door so then the cabinet door could swing open and now i can go in and explore those cabinets i just i just fucking love it it's so cool it's a neat game i think really good. it i i had i enjoyed it i think it over I think it did a lot on those world designs because I agree with you. Like they did a really fantastic job. 
And I told Johnny this. I think that that ultimately is a small team They're and they're doing a lot there. So like I, I, I think they did a really nice job on that world design. Unfortunately, I think it maybe stifled the ways that they could have incorporated some more objectives throughout that world because it became just like, let's copy and paste into those. And even some of the tiny kin, like you've got one that's a ladder, one that's a bridge, very similar concepts when you only have four, like they don't feel different enough you're, in that regard. You're right. And, and the only real difference between the, the bridge and the, and the ladder is that you need, like you have your purple tiny kin that can carry things and they can't use the ladder, but they can use the bridges. So one right. of them is more for personal uh, for your own personal navigation, whereas another one is the Tinykin navigation. I agree that that doesn't feel like the newest, coolest thing at that point in the game. Uh, certainly not like the other ones, like, oh, this, these are the ones with electricity that you have to make a chain with. also think the electricity ones kind of suck in that they, they, it's a, it's a very specific range that you can do with them, and you don't get an... If you're know, off it, by one, you have to like basically break the chain and start over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not as intuitive as it as it maybe should be. But you don't have it again. It's such a comfortable game. There's no yeah, combat. There's no super timing with anything. You just kind of yeah, yeah. You just kind of sure. play it, and it, I just like playing it. It's it goes, so it's it so much fun for me. Big things, and and that does those big things very well. Um. I guess like my only disappointment is, is like I, what I loved, I really loved. And what I was let down by really was just like, man, I want more of this, but Tinykin's cool. That. It looks awesome. It plays really well. Um, I, I played most of that actually on the cloud. I, I, I played the entire thing on the cloud actually on my steam deck and had a great time with it. Nice. Yeah. I'm playing on switch. It plays fantastically on switch. No, no problems there. Um, I'm just, I'm just a really big fan of it. And, you know, I was, I was let down by games like Skatebird, uh, earlier that also have this kind of concept of, Hey, you're a small bird and you're skating on this geometry in like this boy's bedroom. Um, and, and that didn't quite do it for me. And I, I mean, I agree with most of what you're saying, other than the factual thing that you're wrong about at the beginning. Um, but it's I just don't I don't have the problem here. I'm I'm just enjoying my time with it and I can't wait to get back to it and, and go through that kid's bedroom and and see uh, it sounds like there are races and there are uh, it sounds like there's all sorts of cool stuff to explore in this next room. And I, I just want to go and do it. Awesome, uh, something I want to explore a little bit less, unfortunately, is Tactics Ogre Reborn. Uh, I know this is a classic of the genre. We have a quick look of it. It's up. Um, I love tactics games. You know that. Just this one. This one's a little more fiddly than I'd like it to be. And does it feel old. It kind of does, which doesn't make sense to me because I know they've added a lot of quality of life improvements. They've changed some of the ways the game works. Uh, they've changed some statistics. They've changed some some of the uh, the abilities that that uh, different classes have. And yet it still feels old in in a way. I feel like I'm not it feels like there's too much tutorialization. And yet I also feel like there are a lot of mechanics that still are not explained well enough. And it's a tough position to be in. I want to like this thing. I, I want to uh, I want to explore more of what this what a, one of these classics of the genre is. And I'm just 
not having that great of a time in it. I'm still really early. I know there's a lot of stuff that I haven't gotten to experience yet that maybe will start to click. Uh, I think it does have some some interesting ideas and mechanics in it. But every time I'm playing it, I'm just thinking there's half a dozen other tactics games that I would rather be playing right now. And why aren't I playing those? Well, because they're not games that came out in 2022 and I feel guilty not playing them. I feel guilty playing them instead of something like this. And kind of, it kind of bums me out a little bit. I'm playing it too. And I think that it does feel very slow at the beginning. I've not put much more time into it just because there's a shit ton of other things that are out right now. Um, But from what I've read, it does look like there are some better things that come along on teams and they're like you start to use elemental attacks. You start to get quick finishes, your your job systems. It, re- it sounds like it really gets dense in a good way. Yeah, I think there's like just- once you get a beast tamer unit, then you can start recruiting dragons and yeah octopus beasts uh to be part of your team and they're they rule apparently and i want to get to that point but it also just feels like man there's there's just it's just kind of slog slogging through it now and i'm so early in the game that i don't feel like i should be slogging at this point and that that's kind of rough um yeah i I don't know. I, I wish I liked it more. Yeah. Uh, I think another problem is that it doesn't have it's only has a single difficulty to it. There's no yeah. there's no options there to tailor my experience in a way that I would like. Um, I also this is going to sound blasphemous, not not to you guys. I don't think you guys care uh, or you might even agree with me, but um, I I was not the biggest fan of Final Fantasy Tactics either. I, I just didn't oh, like the love tactics. OK, well, then I am blasphemous. I'm sorry. Um, then you might like this. You might really you're, like tactics. You're the over. man who hates everything except for Tinykin, apparently. It's true. That's that's, that's absolutely true. Wild. What a time. <laughs> um, but it it's fiddly in a way that I felt to Final Fantasy Tactics was fiddly as well. Um, I think it's just hard to read the screen as well. The the way they have the um, like the the different levels of terrain in in just this. I think it's just hard to look at. In fact, they I think they added an option where you can look from a top down view, but that's also difficult because that doesn't give you the the idea of what the levels are. It just kind of shows where the characters are. It just it's it's hard for me to read the screen information and know what's happening. Uh, Also a problem they have with the enemy ranges. You know, I I mentioned this on the quick look, but in Fire Emblem, you can click on an enemy and you can see this is how far they move uh, and or this is how far not only how far they move, but how far their attacks go as well. So I know don't put it don't put one of my guys in there because they could be attacked or put my guy in here so he can be the one who gets attacked. Uh, Tactics Over doesn't have that because the 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 ranges can change based on elevation. And that's cool. It's nice to know that my archer can can get up to a higher level and shoot their arrow further. But it just it for most of the time, it leaves me in a situation where I don't know where to put my guys because I, I have no idea how far the enemy can actually attack. And if I try to check, it is a, a slow 
it's just another slow grind of having to look up every single character. And there are a lot of enemies in these maps and go, okay, what's his range? Okay. I, I think I might be okay. And it just, I wish it was a quicker read. I wish, I wish it was more legible as I was playing it so I can make better strategic decisions. And I think the game is just so slow with that, that it makes it really hard to enjoy in a in a relatively casual way. And I don't want to spend all this time up stats and ranges of things and trying to do calculations in my head. I just want to play the video game. Fair. Uh, I think that those are all very fair and valid points. Chase talked about Tinykin. He talked about Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, the Lunistus or Lunistus demo Lunistice Lunistice that's not right <laughs> uh, the Tactics Ogre Reborn uh, Chase thanks for that update and I'm happy to hear that you're actually playing something and playing some games you like that's yeah uh, who would have thought what a time you love I'm sure it'll us. pass I'm sure it'll pass very soon well uh, all things must pass I've been playing some new things I've also been playing Tactics as I called out but I have not recently been playing tactics probably says a little bit um but i have been playing some a little to the left when you talk about a cozy cute atmospheric hell of a thing that is what this game is this game came out uh we'll see here what was the date i believe it came out november 8th uh this is made by max inferno which i believe is a husband and wife duo this game right. is out currently on PC and Switch. It will be coming to iOS and Android soon. Uh, yeah, well, and who knows what soon mean cause, means, because on November 8th, it came out to PC, and then November 9th, they were like, well, it'll come out to Switch soon, and soon meant the next fucking day. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, I have I bought it on. I mean, it's not unfortunate. It'll be fine. But I bought it on Steam when because I didn't know when the Switch version was coming out, and now it's out. And I'm like, do I want to spend another fifteen bucks on this game? Yeah, I'll just you play have, it on my you PC. have a handheld. Yes, I know. And a computer. I know. Yes. Of playing this game. It's true. Yeah. yeah, I guess we haven't mentioned we mentioned that on Monday, but uh, this is this is the new setup. You guys, these these two, these two yahoos, this guy and that guy, that guy, mm-hmm. some one other guy. Uh, they finally put this this uh, personal computer together. And so now I can sound better with with this mic boom and I can look better with this Logitech. Uh, You're glowing web webcam. Uh, and this this monitor is so big that the webcam is so far up that I'm I'm never actually looking directly into the webcam, <laughs> but uh, it's still great. This is this is, a, this is a fun thing. I'm a, I'm a PC gamer now. You are. You well, that's not that. true. I haven't I haven't actually played a PC game on this yet, but I I'm a PC owner now. Nice. <laughs> Well, as I was saying, uh, I was been playing a little to the left, and that's been a lot of fun. Um, I I think that's a hell of a puzzle game. It's got yeah, this is the one that makes you like stack and sort and do all kinds of shit with household items. Um, and there are I multiple would, like there are multiple uh, ways to finish them, right? No, there's not. I heard there were multiple ways to finish some of them. Well, I mean, you can put things together, but there is a tried and true put this i mean i've put them together in a way that advances it forward i think that there are things that might give you like more stars versus other stars 
Okay, but I, I I'm pretty sure I heard. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt here. I'm pretty sure I heard that there's some places where you can have. Oh, I put all the green leaves on one side and all the red leaves on the other side, and then there's some other ones where. Oh, I put the leaves from biggest to smallest, and and they'll accept both. Yeah. In in different answers, so there's different ways to complete some mission or some of these situations. Yeah, like as I was. Uh, saying it's a situation where it does tie into like some some quirks that people might have like there's a little uh, OCD elements to this I think that could be triggered and I think that everybody might have things that they want them to be packed and organized and tidied up in a way that's more akin to their style so yeah maybe they see something as like I need the colors to be separated maybe somebody's like I need the size to be right so there's probably a, a few approaches you can take there um i'm i'm solving these puzzles in a way that i enjoy in the way that it makes my brain stop itching and so i i typically try to follow those patterns but it's interesting to hear that there's there's at least um an acknowledgement that everybody might see that like there's there's a one that's like hey there's a bunch of sticker on fruit you need to peel the stickers off there's only one way to do that sure but some of these might have path multiple paths on it for sure but it's cool game like is this like a cozy WarioWare? Yes. That's kind of the vibe I got from yep. this trailer. I just it's watched. on my I got it on Steam, Johnny. So if you want to check it out, you can. Okay. I mean, there, there isn't a timer. Yeah, there isn't a timer on any of these, right? Like you That's just. I mean, cozy. You just like, take your yeah, time. Yeah. But you're doing all these random miscellaneous tasks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Have you encountered the cat yet, Bobby? Yes. Nice. The cat has. Uh, well. I'm picking up a lot of cat toys and the cat also likes to mess with my arrangement of things. And that's like a big inspiration. I have not messed around with, there's something called a daily tidy where you can just hop on and do something. I'm still working through the story beats on it. Um, I've been playing like a lot of stuff came out at once and been playing some other things alongside this, but it's very cool. It's very relaxing. And I was hoping to play it on my phone. This is something I was going to like treat like my before bed game, play a few rounds, doesn't lay in bed. And I'll probably pick it up there uh, eventually, but it does look like something that would play really well on a phone or an iPad. Uh, another game that I think well, I have not played yet. We talked about it a few times, but I saw yesterday that uh, Netflix has put Immortality on iOS, and I think that game might be pretty cool on an iPad. So we'll see. Yeah, I can believe it. Uh, outside of a little to the left, I checked out another new game that is called Somerville. Have you either one of you heard about this? I've heard the name. This, um, I'm not very far into it. I would say I've I've only put like 30 minutes in, but I've heard that this game is only two hours to beat. So by 30 minutes into it, I've put a good chunk in. Uh, This is a, I would call it a spiritual successor to a Play Dead game. It feels very much like Inside or Limbo, and it's more uh, War of the Worlds going on. And uh, got some crazy atmospheric stuff on it. I, I've read ahead a little bit that it might not have the same staying power that that opening does. But hot damn, that opening, like to get you on your goings, is really fucking impactful. Um, like I would even say has some moments of the year and uh, just how well they, they do some things with that. Uh, it's got a cool style to it. Kind of a low poly yeah, look. Yeah, great um, look. It, it is on Game Pass. That's where I'm checking this out. 
And uh, for a two-hour commitment, I think, why the heck not? But I, I, I do like the Play Dead games and the puzzling that goes into it. There is some supernatural. I mean, obviously, there's aliens and shit, but you as a person, there's some supernatural stuff there. Um, so, yeah, Somerville just came out recently. Uh, that is made by, what are they called? Jump oh, ship? ship? Yeah, November and 14th. It's actually... Uh, is a studio headed by one of the co-founders of Play Dead. You know, oh, really? Patty. There you so go. That, that, that makes, makes some sense. sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense for sure. So uh, if you enjoy Play Dead games, this is one that you should probably not let slip too far out of reach. Um, seems like a very short experience to check out. And I'm excited uh, for more of that. Uh, another game that just hit Game Pass. We're feasting over here on Game Pass, boys. Um, Pentiment is out yes. from obsidian and this is a very interesting and wild game i've got probably like an hour and a half in it just came out i believe yesterday yeah so yeah. you're maybe like 30 minutes ahead of where i am because i also played some of this yesterday uh this is a a very well written well designed it's got a gorgeous art style very like renaissance era um just fucking it's, old English ass. Yeah, it's it's like the illustrations you would see inside of like a medieval Bible or something, and uh, it it's set in uh, Bavaria, which would be Germany. Yep. And you're playing as uh, an artist, a journeyman artist. Yes, not a master yet because he has to marry, uh, and and set up his own shop. Um, but it also has some some RPG elements in it, which I thought was like I, I saw the trailer for this whenever it was first announced, and that was basically all I knew about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Josh Sawyer is the director who was, uh, I think, the lead on Fallout New Vegas. And um, like, yeah, he he said like this was. Like a, like a dozen people, right? Made this game. Super small obsidian. portion of Obsidian. Yeah. yeah. So what what are you thinking so far, Bobby? I think it's really cool. Um, it's a game where you are presented multiple choices that you can Im- impact on. It doesn't really give you like uh, a morality gauge on like what you're saying, but it will it'll be like, hey, this they will remember this. Yeah. Um, which I think is cool, and like based off how you answer, they can do those things. The other thing that I really like is how they've. Rather than just like, hey, we're going to dump everything on the table, like pick your origin, pick your background. Like as you're progressing through the story and you're catching up with people, they'll be like, oh, you've been studying abroad. Like what were you studying? And then you have to pick what you learned. What did you pick? um, Shit. What did I pick? Um, I did. I didn't do the occult. I I did something with supernatural. I wish I picked occult. I kind of wish I did too. Um, I studied in Italy. and die. Um, I thought because I, I thought the dialect choices that would come from like what you would learn because that's the other thing like your background of where you studied will allow you to be able to have new dialogue branches based off of what people are talking about how they're speaking so you get some things and it's like Venice Italy and all that I thought might might attribute to something a little bit more more cool mm-hmm. here um, I did uh, law I, did I think law yeah okay. I also did law yeah and I think I did um logic i think i, think. I did i think i did those two you guys myself. just yeah. copy each other's notes uh, yeah don't copy too much oh, speaking uh, of notes 
oh one my of the god dude. things this game does <laughs> yes is, so it's uh, fucking awesome in, in the dialogue it's all like handwritten right and it's each person has their own unique script uh but there'll be like a name of a person or some other proper noun or something and if you click on it it zooms out and it's like what's happening on the game screen is a drawing inside of a book and on the edges of the book it'll give an explanation of what that thing is you, you didn't say the best part the fingers yes yeah so <laughs> it's like the image will be in the center of the book but then like there's a hand with like however far away it is there's just an extending finger it's the that's thing pointing. longer from yeah. futurama basically. yes it is basically that uh the other thing that's really fucking cool about that johnny is it's like usually locations and people so if it's a person when you zoom out to like see the the codex it'll just show you the image of the person mm-hmm. for the name but they had the word god came up i'm like this will be interesting let me see what they say about god and when i zoomed out there was nothing there except a cat with a fire burning kettle that was supposed to be a jet pack with rope tied around it and i was like all right obsidian that's a pretty good god i'll, I'll yep. give you that uh <laughs> But it seems really good. The, the writing is is really well done. Yeah. There there seems to be uh, some wild shit that's going to unfold with this. And Obsidian does a fantastic job on telling stories and writing in a way that feels provocative. And um, I'm excited for it. I, I thought it looked really cool. I did not expect it to be like this depth, this deep in its writing and like what it's doing with some stuff. So uh game pass it seems like you can play this about anywhere i think it'd be a fine cloud streaming game as well yeah uh, it's also on steam if you i mean it, you guys are playing on game pass so you're getting it for quote unquote free with your with your game pass subscription it's 20 bucks uh if you uh if you want to pay for it it's there yeah yeah it's it's really neat uh it, late- it's it's cool to get a surprise obsidian oh, game because yeah. I, I it seemed like it seemed like it was all hands on deck for grounded um, and that it would still be that way. Or we, I mean, we know they have avowed yeah. Outer worlds too. Like they're very busy over there. So yeah. the fact that this small little group of people was able to, they, to break off and make this weird niche game is, is very, very cool. Was that a tweet that you shared with me today, Johnny, uh, where somebody from obsidian was basically like, if it, it was, wasn't for, game it was Pass. Josh Sawyer. He's like, you know, okay. if, if game pass didn't exist, I never would have gotten to make this game because awesome. it is so like for a studio like obsidian like it's it yeah. is so like it's it's set with like 15th century art is is yeah. what it's going for and so it's i don't know it's really cool i want to play some more of it um and uh yeah chase i think if you have the time yeah being, it's it's definitely high on the list i mean i i love obsidian stuff um and i have a pc and it seemed like bobby uh you know not so subtly was like oh hey by the way here's a code for one month of pc game pass two uh, months. he that was a two months okay yeah. and he might as he might as well have just said by the way use it for pentiment you piece of shit um, well, like was, just got implied. added back on there too so do what norco just got added to game pass norco. Well. oh well i already own norco on steam but i, okay. I understand yes yeah you know the assignment uh yes. so that's, that's pentiment uh we're going to record a quick look at that 
tomorrow and we'll post that uh next week sometime but it's really cool obsidian rules man like those they they're just like between this and grounded this year has been a very good year for obsidian um okay last thing i'm gonna talk about and johnny i know you've been playing this you motherfuckers um i thought we had a pact but we i know we need to get to the pokemon bracket so for this part we're gonna go fast we gotta go fast i hate it (laughs) uh cue Uh, cue the somber piano music we're talking about sonic frontiers baby sonic stranding you guys like this yes you guys like this game i like this game what happened it's here's what's going on we talk i've talked about this to both of you and it's on the quick look and for quick our look goes up tomorrow quick look goes up tomorrow um or, or yesterday if you're yeah. listening to the archive <laughs> anybody who's watching um what i'm about to say is this this is probably not a great game might not even be a good one certainly not a bad game it's maybe it's fascinating. bad game. It is a, interesting. Yes, it's an interesting, fascinating, and an incredibly bold direction for a, a character that's been around since the '90s to go. And as somebody who has made an obsession out of a hobby to the point where we have streams and we do all this bullshit for this show, that is just like out of pure enjoyment for us. And we talk about video games they took a risk on something and in a lot of ways i think it works really well i i think there's some cool shit happening with it there's some absurd and some very dumb shit happening with sonic right now there has been some dumb shit for a while forever but, but As this Chase can attest to i'm sure this is an a very fascinating world that when you're in it and it's working to your benefit which happens more times than not it feels very fucking cool to be there and i think that they have basically just shaken the lego box and dumped it all out and been like these pieces kind of match up let's put them over here maybe if you connect this it'll make some sense it's it's a lot of content but maybe not a lot of continuity and i think that there's some interesting things that they're they're going for but I'm having a good time with it. I did not see this on my bingo card this year. And um, I think a lot of trailers before the game actually came out left left a lot of people, certainly me, feeling dude, very gross in this. This, game. this is not, we, yeah, we not what I want from Sonic. Yeah, about this. Um, you, you both backstabbed me and bought it and like it. This so might be like fuck? one of the, the biggest, like, I don't know if this is a compliment because of the, I'm not trying to like say the quality is what's alluding to this, but I'm playing a, like the game I've played the most. I'm not talking about this week is God of War. I've, I've put a lot of time yeah. into God of War, Same here. but I have been spending time while God of War Ragnarok is out playing Sonic Frontiers. And I think that probably speaks volumes to what's going on with this game. At least for me, it does. And I, I don't know, like I think it, the world looks muddy and shitty at times but the puzzles are are oftentimes juvenile and generic and dumb but there's a part of my brain that's like you want to keep building this map you you want to go fast you want to go fast going fast is fun it's the the items as out of place as they look in the world are still fun to interact with yeah um and it's like in a lot of ways it is kind of 
not ugly in like a visual way, but like there's lots of there's like pop in and you know like oh it's, it's built on stilts. It is just I don't know. Like it, it's one of the most interesting things I've played this year. Chase, I um, think that you should play this game. <laughs> yeah, I I know you do, and honestly, the the quick look uh, it interested me, fascinated me, um, and. And it seems like some of the things in the game work. Some of them definitely don't. But regardless, you have to respect how much they're going for it in a way that Nintendo doesn't go for it with Mario. Yeah, Uh, because Mario Mario feels like it has to be certain things. And yes, they can push it here and there in different ways. But Mario still kind of feels like Mario. Yeah, you took Mario to space. uh, Right. Still kind of, it still kind of was just Mario. Um, it good, and then that's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not saying Mario Galaxy is bad or anything like that, or Odyssey is bad, or but Sonic is definitely doing it's like going way out of its comfort zone here, and uh, it doesn't, it doesn't not work. I don't think that this yeah. is like the gospel truth by any means, but I do want to pull up something that I think is interesting. Currently on Steam. Uh, I Sonic. was just about to say oh, this. Oh, take it. Go for it. <laughs> uh, it is at almost 7,000 reviews. 95% are positive. So it has an overwhelmingly positive score on Steam. Didn't um, see that coming either. This is, yes. This is weird. Yeah. It's such yeah. a weird backwards world we live in. Yeah. Um, I like, I'm, I'm glad that I played this game because it, it made me eat my words that I said like like Bobby said I don't know if this is like I don't I don't know if this is a good game or not but it's definitely one of the most interesting ones I played this year for sure absolutely but but also I want to I want to say you know I again I haven't played this personally I've just watched it being played you guys seem to to enjoy it Um, so good on you Sega but also make Sonic Mania 2 don't don't yeah, don't feel like this is the only Sonic thing you can make now. You that's can, still happening, you can, right? That's in development. Isn't is it? it? Is it? I, I thought, thought so. I thought there was kind of a falling out with uh, Christian Whitehead. Um, maybe I maybe I got that wrong, but I I don't I don't think Mania Two is on the horizon. If I'm wrong, I'd love oh. to be wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's an article from last October saying it said to have been scrapped. So. Yeah. Yeah, damn, that's unfortunate. It is. Um, it is. That's that's the Sonic I really, really want. But yep. it's. I'm still glad. Like that. That's the thing, though. I want them to go for it while also having the other thing in mind. Oh, and it seemed yeah. like it seemed like they were doing that for a little while, and now they're kind of not. But I don't know. I mean, they're making more Sonic games than Capcom's making Mega Man games, right? So hey. that's something. <laughs> Uh, so just to recap what I covered tonight, I talked about a little to the left. I talked about Somerville Pentiment and Sonic Frontiers. Uh, Johnny, it looks like we had some overlap, but it looks like you got some other new stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make this uh, brief so we can move on to the main event. Uh, but the big Call of Duty update dropped today, uh, Warzone 2.0, uh, the Battle Pass unlocked, and uh, they rolled out the all-new map for for Warzone along with their their DMZ mode, which is what I spent the most time playing today, um, which is like 
this baby's first escape from Tarkov. I would say it's it's does DMZ in this context stand for demilitarized zone. I, I assume that's the only abbreviation I'm aware of for that. But, the, but yeah, but, I mean, al- but also it sounds very militarized. It if, is, <laughs> it so is. kind of a misnomer um, on that one. OK, so so if you're if you're unfamiliar, uh, Tarkov or in this case, DMZ, uh, it is PVE PV. PvP. PvEVP. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you're, you're not, yeah, you're not um, actively seeking out other players. They're just there on the map with you. Uh, you're mainly fighting NPCs. Uh, and you are, you're dropped in at a random location on the map, and you are finding loot. And it, basically anything you find and leave with goes back to your stash. Um... Any, if you die, everything you have on you that isn't insured, which can be one gun, you can lock two other spots for equipment that you can insure, uh, is is just gone forever. And even if you die and you have an insured gun, there's a timer on it for like two hours or something before it, it's retrieved. Um, if you run out of equipment in your stash, which definitely happened to me, uh, they'll give you a freak like a, a random gun to start with in a, oh, a nice. sidearm. Uh, so you're not completely screwed. Uh, it starts you. It drops you in with three with three people total, or you can uh, go solo, uh, which I don't recommend because it it's it gets real hairy. Um, sure. And basically, you're you're finding weapons. You're uh, getting cash that you can use at certain stores to buy new equipment or weapons. Uh, there are vehicles on the map. <laughs> Uh, there are events and uh, strongholds and contracts. There's a lot going on with this. Uh, and I've barely scratched the surface of, of everything that, that is in there. But uh, like you can find keys to get into buildings that are located on random spots on the map. Um, there's also uh, like a, a radiation zone. And as the ti- as the timer goes on, it gets more and more radiated until eventually you just need to extract or or die until swamp um, thing shows up. Yeah, um, there's also uh, I forget what they call it, but there's there's like a it's kind of like the I would equate it to like the dark zone and the division. Like yeah, you, you I was go there. Ask that. There's going to be more heavily armored enemies. Also, there's a like someone in a, a juggernaut uh, outfit who just completely <laughs> just. Oh, it's just, like the Darth Vader zone in Fortnite. Yes, exactly yes. like that chase. Yes. Uh, I went there a couple times and it did not end well for me. So I think I think this is a game like a game mode where you really need to like spend some time just focusing on getting good gear and extracting with it so you have a nice cash built up and work on like maybe taking on these strongholds or these other places that also have good loot and then work your way up towards, okay, well, we're going to take on the juggernaut now. Um, but also this is call of duty. Like yeah. it, it plays like call of duty. It looks like call of duty. That's wild. Yeah. That's it's, cool. It's really weird. It's, it's still so, in so this is a whole separate mode. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
does yeah. does this does this and or Warzone have a third person mode like the uh... Warzone does? Okay, Warzone has a third person mode that you can play in, which I have not tried yet. That third person um, stuff still, I, I I feel like I'm harping on it when it's that's just small part of it, but I think that is the wildest thing I've heard about Call of Duty in a long time. Is that they added really a weird. mode where you can play it in third person? That's yeah. nuts. It's it's very very strange. Uh, I. I need to find someone else to play the DMZ stuff with me because there's there is an assault rifle that you can only it. get in the radiated zone from an enemy called. The I'm Chemist. a pilot. I can fly. Great. We'll 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 try is to that, do it. Is this also free? Warzone's free, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Free so, with battle pass. Yes. Stuff? So the DMZ stuff is part of Warzone, and okay. that and regular Warzone are both free to play. Is it only duos, or can you do up to three people? It's. It's 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 three people. So I would assume like if we were in a party, it would try and find a third for us. Um, but I I don't know because I've I've only played solo and I've played with ran- randoms. So nice. Uh, that Warzone game 2.0. continues. Yeah, continues to impress. I I like that game a whole whole bunch. And I saw some stats that like today had almost five hundred thousand concurrent players uh, on Steam, which is way more than it had Vanguard last year so I think it's safe to say that they, they bounced back from, nice. from their mistakes of last year so looking forward to playing lots more of that probably on the stream at some point uh, with, with me and Bobby I know it's a little sweatier and uh, sweaty buddies he's he's accustomed to but I think we can still have a good time All right. hell yeah shall we yeah so um in, in celebration of uh, the new Pokemon games coming out this week, I was thinking we should do something Pokemon-related. And we're all cynical assholes here, so no. I thought, I thought, why not make a bracket to determine who the worst Pokemon is? Now, we did this for all video game characters. This is just Pokemon. So what each of us has done is uh, given a list of six Pokemon. I have thrown them into this bracket and shuffled it a bunch of times. Um, so should, should I open the bracket now? I've I've purposely not looked at the bracket. Okay. Uh, I think that we and, should try and guess who's put what up. Okay. Okay. So so I should open this bracket now. Yeah. And Bobby, are you able to click start tournament? We'll let you do that. Uh, you have to. I don't see a way to do that. Okay. Wow, some of you, some of you motherfuckers are really wrong. No. Oh, oh my God! There's oh my God. Okay, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. I hope you're ready for a very pretentious Chase Kennedy here in just a second. It's gonna Kennedy. be Chase Kennedy. Wow, that sounds <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Uh, he's about to light us up, everybody. Get ready for it. All right. I wrote notes. Of course you did. Yeah. You just can't talk through it. All right. So up first, we have Aromatis and Delibird. That's the first? That's not what I'm showing on what we have. Yeah, I don't. That's not what I see either. Yeah. What 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 bracket do you have? I have the. I have the one that Bobby has pulled up. Maybe you should yeah. reload your bracket. This is literally the one that you had in the document. 
Because we have we have Cinderace getting a first round buy, which is dumb. Uh, which is which is dumb. One. I don't know how that happened. I just put a different link in there. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, you put a different link. You said it, okay. it's the same bracket. <laughs> if, I, I see now. Yep. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. I see the one you're doing. Is it the? It's the bottom one. The bottom. Okay. There we link go. That he's got there. Yep. Okay. Okay. Romatis versus Delibird in the uh, in the play-in game here. I I think that Johnny picked Delibird. I did. I fucking hate Delibird. I I had Delibird on my list and then went. Eh, he's fine compared to the other ones I hated. But yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I don't know much about Aromatis. I haven't used it a whole lot. It's a fairy type. I know. Um, but I mean, I like that either. Would you like to know about aromatis? Yes, please tell me. Okay. Uh, one, I, I mean, I feel like, Bobby, we should also have a way. I don't want to make you do I'm not extra work any here. Photos on here. Yeah, I feel like we need to see aromatis to really know how fucking terrible this thing is. But uh, aromatis, it's. It's it's this mess of things. Bulbapedi even tries to uh, like say, hey, here's what this thing might be. And the things they list that it might be are a powder puff that you'd use for like makeup, uh, a plague doctor, because it's got this weird bird hook nose thing like the plague doctor mask. Um, Chase, uh, what else? Here's the thing. I, it's not worse than Della Bird. I... Uh, it looks like a flamenco or a can-can dancer, and it's an owl bear thing from D and D. Nobody really knows what this thing's supposed to be. The biggest problem with aromatis, though, and we'll we'll we could talk about Delibird. I'm happy to hear Delibird stuff, but the problem with aromatis is getting one because this this thing started in Pokemon X and Y when fairy types were introduced, and this is a pure fairy type, as Bobby said. You can only get one by trading a Spritzy that's holding a sachet and that sachet is a very rare item that is only easily accessible in one of the two games uh it's such a it's such a piece of shit hard thing to get and also it sucks um it's also like a pair there's there's aromatis and then the other one is slurpuff slurpuff is a cute little cheesecake looking dog he's he's beautiful i love slurpuff aromatis is a fucking nightmare to look at it's it's so gross i hate it i hate it so much dude it's not worse than a fucking bird you tell me to be why Santa Claus. what's what's wrong with delibird what don't you like about delibird you just don't I like just the way you, it looks i don't like yeah yeah chase you didn't read the assignment my friend you can get trumped by it you can get trumped on something looking stupid and this it, bird well, looks dumb. looks pretty fucking stupid he but. looks stupid he only knows one move yeah. There you go. That's see. That's stuff. Tell tell me things no, about that. I don't have to tell that. Chase. You're gonna you hate do. me. You do, I do not. I do not have to do that. All I have to uh, tell you is this thing looks like dog shit, and that's good Delibird enough. Delibird has one of the best mini games in Pokemon Stadium Two. That doesn't help your case. Yeah, I think it does. I think it does. I I also don't like Delibird. I think he's a he's a pain in the ass to use. And present is one of the worst moves in Pokemon yes. in that it can sometimes just heal the opponent. Uh-huh. Uh, it's bad. It's a bad yeah. thing. I think it can learn fly though. That's that's useful. I, I just love that Johnny said, "Hey, if you just don't like the way it looks." That's good enough reason to not like a Pokemon. Sure. I also don't, don't like the way Aromatis looks. And you won't pull up a photo, so you can't see the no. horrors. 
no, Chase, I'm not going to do more work on this House of Cards tonight. I'm going to enjoy the show. I'm fine with Delibird moving on, but Aromatisse sucks. I agree. And I traded my Aromatisse to somebody without realizing how rare it was, and then had to go back and replay. I can't remember if it was X or Y, but I had to replay a whole fucking game to get another one. It was a piece of shit. I fucking hate that Pokemon. Noted. And I got news for you. Every Pokemon we talk about tonight sucks. Yeah. So they all suck. (laughs) They do. It, right, uh, I think Aromatee sucks for many more reasons than Delibird does, but all right. I'll live. I'll live if Delibird moves on in this in this bracket. Moving on. You gotta you gotta hit the thing. You gotta pick Delibird, Johnny. I did. It has not updated in the bracket. Yeah, Delibird moves on to do face. Do we, we each do this individually? I, and I have you have to refresh. Okay. I see it now. All right. Uh next up. Stunfisk versus not the one I have. What are you doing, Johnny? I just want you to open up our stream. Oh, Scroll, I see. It's all the way down to the bottom. It's another Scroll play in. Okay. 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 Johnny picked stun, <laughs> Stunfisk. I did. Fuck Stunfisk. I hate that Pokemon. It's oh, pretty God. bad. Pretty bad. Uh, and Toga Demaru? Yep. Yes, that is a ball, right? A little oh, gray ball. It's that electric, electric steel. It's a, it's a Pikachu ripoff. It's another Pikachu ripoff. Okay. I might hate that more. I might. Yeah, I that you don't have to like. I don't even have to hear about it. I know it. Like I, I know think, that that's worse okay. than Stunkfisk. I'm yeah. voting against my Pokemon. Here, right. Well, here's I mean, the thing. I think we'll that probably Stunkfisk, talk about Togedemaru later in if we have a real debate here. But yes, Togedemaru yeah. sucks. Yeah, uh, Stunfist also sucks, but that's like Stunfisk yeah. is like the free space on a bingo card. Uh, Stunfisk has uh, a fun. Is it the Alola version? That's like the bear trap. I think. Yes. Uh, I think that one's that one's pretty cool. I give it yeah. points for having a cool Alolan version. Yes, but yes, normal Stunfisk. Not normal a big fan. Stunfisk looks like that old uh, weed commercial where it's like she just <laughs> lays there. Uh, I mean, it's evocative of the of the animal it's going after. I, I uh, know, but I hate I, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, should we go back up to the top? I suppose so. Yes. Let me refresh down. this and make sure it takes. Okay. Yeah. Let's just go to the top and go down. All right. Pure ugly and Delibird. Pure I ugly. think it's perugly, but I pure do ugly. like yeah. calling it pure ugly. Because it is. It's pure it, it is ugly. Pure ugly. That's you're you're right about that. It's, Bobby, did you put perugly? Did I pick perugly? No. Yeah, I did. Okay. These are both my okay. picks. But has any like, none of Bobby's picks have shown up yet? <laughs> we haven't mm-hmm. talked about any of Bobby's picks. Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. Cool. I man, I don't know which one I hate more. I think Deli Bird is more useless. Like you could. You could probably do something with a with a perugly in your party. You can. You can. Um, I mean, remember when we did our Nuzlocke of of Shining Pearl? Uh, there's one of the Team Galactic trainers who has a perugly. That's uh, that's a tough fight. It's a tough early game fight. Uh, so it it is useful. This thing's a brick shit house, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's got, but it's got those kinked whiskers and I, oh, it's been, it's awful like a face. It goes from the, like. <laughs> Taylor Swift's cat performance to <laughs> to basically a oh lord he's coming like this yeah thing, like Glamiao looks like uh you know a glamorous it looks, it looks cat. like a rule like thirty four search yeah. 
Uh, it's got like its big springy tail, and then it just turns into this beefcake thing. And you're like, what the fuck is this? It um, looks. This thing looks like that one fucking character from Dodgeball on the opposing team that just <laughs> fucking annihilates people. A Russian? Yes. I, I will give uh, Perugly this. I, this is very anecdotal, but uh, I once had one get traded to me You in like the the wonder trading and uh the one that came to me had been named nicknamed by its previous trainer and it was nicknamed meow mix 3000 and i'm like you know what i'm keeping this thing i love that Uh, yeah (laughs) here's my two cents i would much rather take a a pure ugly with me than a deli bird yeah i think deli bird moves on here all right i i think i'm in agreement I still think Aromatisse would move on All right. for both of these, but at this point, yes, Della All right, Bird so is I'm the, up is against the Chase here. Della Bird is the word. So How do you know that? Johnny could have picked Moltres. No, that's Moltres. a Chase-ass fucking pick. Okay. Okay. Chase. Well, I'm I'm guessing Boltund is there because it it took it took away your pure one of the worst Corgi evolutions boy. in all of Pokemon. I think Boltund is totally fine, but you're right in that we had we had a darling little Corgi, yeah. and then Boltund is not that, and therefore bad, but I think the Pokemon, minus the context, is fine. I, I had a Boltund in my party for most of S.W.O.R.D., and it's it's a very early electric type in that game, is, and it's, it's a useful reliable. thing. However, but what is the corgi's name? I kept, I forgot. Yamper. Yeah, Yamper. Yamper. Yes, it's got a very good name. name. It's a good name. Good and butt. I would argue on a technical level as well that it's a far worse Pokemon to have in your party than a Moltres. Uh, it depends. It I would I would actually fight you on that uh, if we're talking Gen One, which is why I put Moltres here. I know Moltres works better in other gens, but Moltres is one of the worst Gen One Pokemon for a multitude of reasons. One, it learn it only learns five moves through through level up. Uh, none of those five are are all that good. Uh, it learns. Let's see here. It learns Peck. Pretty bad fire move yeah. or bad flying move. Also, it if anyone good. wasn't aware, it's a legendary. It's yeah, a le- it's one good. of the legendaries. It should be one of the best Pokemon, and it's just not. It, it learns yeah, Peck. It, it learns Fire Spin. Uh, fire Spin kind of sucks. Yeah, you can do some cheesy shit in Gen One with it. It learns Leer, which is a move you should get rid of on every Pokemon pretty much as soon as you can. It has Agility, which is fine, but it's already got pretty good speed. So what do you need to make it speeder for or speedier for? And it has Sky Attack, which is uh, a terrible two-turn uh, flying move. It's it's bad. It can't it, it can't even learn flamethrower. Flamethrower is the best fire move to use because it has actual power points, whereas fire blast doesn't. It just it sucks. And also, you get one at the end of the game. It's in the last dungeon. It's in yeah. it's in victory yeah, road. It's a so, so then, there's only one place that you can use it, and that's the the Pokemon uh, the Pokemon League, the Elite Four, where it dies to Lorelei because she has Ice Pokemon, which it should be good against, but they all have Water moves. Uh, it dies to Bruno, who has Rock Pokemon. Uh, it 
it can do fine against Agatha, maybe, and then it dies to Lance, who has who resists all of its fire moves, and then has a Gyarados who will murder it, and then I guess it could guess technically be like okay my dogs. Champion. That's all right, man. I mean, like, if, that's a, if that's what it's you want to say, is that you don't care about my dogs? Like, I like have- Bolton. Though. I, I like Bolton. I, it's just I get it. I get your point in that they took away your sweet baby boy, but Bolton is a fine Pokemon on its own. Ultra sucks. Also, it's a fucking. It's just a chicken that's on fire. It looks terrible. You had. Oh, I'm somebody sorry. Wrote down the guy that bird eats fucking on hot fire, chi- which hot should chicken be rad. sandwiches every time we hang out. I guess you hate hot chicken now. I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat Pokemon. I'd eat fucking I'm, Moltres. I'd eat Moltres I'm, for lunch, dinner, I'm, and a snack. The assignment Look. was make a bird that's on fire, which is bad fucking ass. And they came out with terrible looking chicken it sucks it fucking sucks all right give it to moltres the next one up is another chase pick and my pick uh i don't think i don't think vanilla is on my list it's mine oh it's yours uh oh yeah okay so how you're are you guessing or do you actually know these i know you and i know johnny <laughs> i can fucking fill this entire bracket off of who picked what <laughs> Okay, well, if you're so smart, why did I put Rhyperior here? Because it's a pretentious ass pick, and you don't think he's as cool as uh, the. His, you think this is a stupid looking upgrade, which you feel mostly about any sort of steel or rock type evolution. For the most part, you that's think they all look That's stupid. not true. Steelix is one of my favorite Pokemon. But Rhyperior, in no way, shape, and form, is a worse Pokemon than Vanillish, which is the least inspired fucking design. I have seen in a big time and you're going to try and give some big fucking soapbox production around. We well, has to have this to do this and he looks stupid. He doesn't have that. It's a he fucking ice stupid. cream. It's an ice cream cone chase that fucking drools. It sucks. Uh, it's terrible. It looks fucking creepy. Is, it's is got the worst one though. I, 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 it could be the fucking puss sack full gremlin popping off of the back of the other one i don't care it's eating it's fucking conjoined tent uh, twin I, so i don't i think that uh rydon looks cooler than rhyperior Rhyperior. but i feel like i could make good use of a rhyperior whereas vanillish i would i've never wanted one of those in my party the first time i saw it i was like what's this piece of shit i mean i'm okay with vanillish moving on vanillish is like a classic bad pokemon uh my problem with rhyperior is yes it looks dumber than rhydon but also that's a that's a big deal rhydon's the first pokemon that was ever made like ever designed like this, th- this is what Pokemon is. It's a Rhydon, and it it always has looked cool. And then they just added a bunch of bullshit to it and said, "Is it better?" I and guess honestly, they it's not to even... Ash if they felt that passionate about it. <laughs> it's not even better. It's right. Rhyperior actually, in some ways, is worse than Rhydon, uh, stat wise. Like you can get more defense on a Rhydon than you can on a Rhyperior if you play it right, which is how you should be playing a Rhydon because that's what it's known for. Um, I don't know. It, I think it. I think it fucking sucks. It's a. It's they made it a trade evolution. Trade evolutions always suck. It's a trade evolution with an item, which sucks even more. Uh, it's and all for a bad Pokemon. But yes, I. I. I'm willing to say Vanillish is worse. I. I, I think I think the maybe even the worst thing about Vanillish is that it takes up three slots. 
you you it took sucks. three Pokemon away it sucks, by doing dude. this. It sucks so bad. I don't know why you have a three stage evolution for this. Like it's it, so dumb, dude. It's pretty bad. Uh, I I'm fine with Vanillish moving on, but I do fucking hate Rhyperior. Hey, heard. All Johnny, right. market zero. The next one is going to be Wa- me versus Johnny. Wabafet versus Plusle slash my noon. Why'd you and pick them, Johnny? Because they fucking suck. They're pointless. It's to- a Pikachu ripoff. It's a Pikachu ripoff. It it took two slots of new Pokemon to make. They already have a small Pikachu. It's called Pichu. True. Why the yeah. fuck do we need? Did, more did, are you sure that you picked them for those reasons, or are you just following the trend of every top ten list of bad Pokemon out there? You're the one who put in Vanillish. <laughs> I didn't look at any top 10. Uh, Vanillish is not on a majority of them. It's on a lot of them, but not okay, like I some of these. I didn't look at any. I just, yeah, the moment I, I, oh, I went through the media and went through every Pokemon and went, these are the ones that suck the most. And it yeah. was very hard to narrow that list down to just yeah. six. I, I had to I choose had for the this. Whole, I'll hold the whole decks pulled okay. up in a tab and I was just scrolling through. I was very tempted to look and see once I made my picks how similar it was to like, you know, if IGN or someone made a list, but I, I didn't look at any of that stuff. Uh, it's just plus and mile are probably two of the most cynical Pokemon designs that they've made. They're just, they're so, they're so lazy. I'm saying lazy dev, but they are, they are feeling lazy. Like Pichu at least is part of the Pikachu line. When you get to gen three and they're like, I don't know, here are two more Pikachus, but they don't actually uh, evolve into Pikachu. They have nothing to do with Pikachu. Like then what you, why did you make these? What's the point of these Uh, things? Why is they're good with helping hand? But that's not, that's not a good reason. Don't do that. I actually, have warm feelings for Wobbuffet's a beautiful Pokemon. He's a beautiful, beautiful boy. It's terrible. And specifically the female variant looks like they are just fucking holding in or letting out. No, no, it's not. It's not at all. Um, It's not at all. And this Pokemon is fucking dumb. It's got some black goo coming out of it with eyes. It looks... Oh, it's a tail. Yeah. Yeah. Let's it's, put it's like the it's there to it's what it, it's what I don't know what animal Wolf is supposed to be. But the idea is like this oh, is it's, it's fake. Not supposed to be it's anything. fake. It's fake face to trap. I don't no. know. I, I think Wolf Fett's fine. I think Wolf Fett's fun. No. I don't I don't ever want to use one, but I think Wolf Fett's fun. I thought it, also, it looks I like I really enjoyed plug. the J Rose video where he tried to use uh, Wolf Fett to beat uh, Gold and Silver. That was a fun video. It yes, looks it really, it looks ridiculous. And you talk about, like, I don't disagree about these two little wannabe Pikachus, but this thing, like, literally this thing, it looks like somebody who left a fucking drink ring on their paper while they were drawing other Pokemon. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's cool. Let me just put this on it. It looks dumb. Uh, I will say it's not, it's not fun to use. It's also not fun to fight because it has uh, arena trap or like, it, it forces you to you can't switch out in battle. And then it also has counter and mirror coat. So there's always a chance that it will absolutely destroy you with your own move back at you. What are its other two moves? I can't I can't remember, but it has like a set of four moves and those are the only moves it can use. Shocking. Bobby didn't do the homework. Um I didn't. I don't need to know the word. I, I did my part, Chase. I said it doesn't look good. I don't think you made a good enough case because I think Plusle and Minoon are absolutely worse than Wolf Fett. 
Well, that's your opinion. Yeah. And that's the why this doesn't work is it's a subjective, not skill based tournament. So it doesn't uh, really matter. I, I, it's it's what the three of us think. And I think okay. two of us agree that Plusle and Minoon are worse than Wobbuffet. It's, it's it, really. It move on. No, 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 no. We're not moving on. We're not moving on yet. Um, because the, the die has been cast. I'm, we're not moving on from this point of the conversation. We're okay. going to let that one go. What I'm saying is, is that you can go in and be like, oh, I don't like Moltres because it does this. Johnny be like, yeah, I agree with that. It still yeah. looks like a cool Pokemon. We can. I don't like, think it does. I absolutely I do. don't think it looks like a cool so Pokemon. See, that, see, here's why it doesn't work because it's now what you think versus this or that. So it's fun. Yeah, that's why we have three people here so we can have somebody to say yes or no to the other one. Yeah. Sure, you got it. You and got you got it. outvoted here. Whereas I got outvoted on Delibert. And I, I, I don't have a problem with with Wobbuffet. I just yeah, I think he's a beautiful little boy. I just don't like using him. Right. I think he it whatever it is is fucking terrible. And so there we are. But hey, market. I think I think why not is a bad Pokemon. Like why would you give a baby form to uh to Wobbuffet a Pokemon that didn't never needed a baby form? That's pointless and terrible. Wobbuffet's fine bad enough already why'd you have to make a second worse pokemon that's fine move, but, move your was, little that was not the option move, which one are you moving forward because is it both of them i mean they're, they're the same thing they're okay. both suck i think my noon is technically worse in its design but they're both bad fair okay next up golem versus Alamola. Yeah, you don't even know how to say it. It's so bad. Alola. Alomola. Alomola. Yes. It's supposed to be like Aloha, but also Mom, but also a palindrome. Fuck that Pokemon. It's a baby wheel. Bobby, you put Gollum, right? Because I know I didn't. I didn't yeah. put Golem. I put Golem. I agree that Golem sucks. Golem is probably one of the most disappointing evolutions from a really cool, uh, really, really fucking cool Pokemon. It goes from four arms seemingly back down to a crusty ass fucking dirt ball instead of a rock. It, literally, <laughs> it really yeah. looks like soil that has been barren. Like it looks like what the Mississippi River would look like if it dried up. And you put these fucking terrible like dinosaur head on top of this thing that was once like this gigantic fucking just creature piece of boulder like living rock. Yeah. Yes, it's so stupid. It is one of the ugliest fucking Pokemon. It's got a terrible shiny. It it doesn't benefit from that. And again, it's a user transfer fucking uh, evolution, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. I don't uh, even like it's a lowland form. Or it gets like its little beard and it gets its big yeah. volt cannon. Yeah. It, it still looks bad. Like Graveler, I wish Game Freak figured the fuck out what they want a Graveler to look like because sometimes it has four arms, sometimes it has two faces, um, and then sometimes it only has the two arms and one face. Like, what the fuck are you doing with this Pokemon? But it always looked cool. And then you, this fucking thing with a duck face shows up and like, I hate, I hate this. Golem sucks. And He's, I, yeah. I I feel like the fish you picked yeah. is dumb, but I it mean, is. I love it. It's just a fucking wannabe love disc, and love disc is a dumber Pokemon than this. 
Well, I mean, that's uh, one. I don't agree with that. I think Love Disc at least has a design. I don't think this has like this is just weak. Um, also, it. I picked a Alomomola. Fuck, fuck. I hate this fucking name. They just made a palindrome for fun and it ruined everything. But like, this is my pick because it's. It's it stands in for all the other waste of space water Pokemon, of which there are many. But this one is it has bad stats. It has uh, it has bad special attack. And when you're a water type, you, you use water moves, which often are special attacks. So it's not even good at the thing it should be good at. Um, the fact that it's a solo Pokemon, that it has no evolution, that it does that a love disc doesn't evolve into this when they're both pink dumb fish uh like at least at least give it a reason to be alive but no they made it a different basic shit pokemon it's I mean, not good it's not I, good I, I'm also, use... I think ocean sunfish are a cool fish it's a cool looking fish and then right. they said what if we made one in pokemon i'm like yeah okay and then they gave us this yeah uh, that. the whole thing I was right think all of them is worse <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, like, I'm fine. I'm fine with going moving on. That's why I just had to make the case for a Lola Mola here because it's also bad, very bad. Again, we right. every Pokemon on here is bad. Yep. <laughs> we, we can at least agree on that. They're all bad. Uh, n- I, no, they're not all bad. I see one here that I think is a good Pokemon. In fact, I've seen two so far that I actually think are good Pokemon. Okay, but we'll get to them. Okay, next up, Palpitoad versus Iglybuff. Why'd you pick Iggly Buff, Johnny? I didn't. I picked Iggly Buff. Ha! Get Damn. fucked, Bobby. You missed yeah. one. I, I yeah. would have, but Chase picked it before me. <laughs> uh, Palpatodes wins this one, Chase. We don't have to have this conversation. Let me tell why? you why. Because conversation. looks like... We don't have to have a conversation here. Palpatode is what happens if you take Tithead from Little Nicky and he fucks the cranked up frog meme from the early 2000s. You get fucking Palpatode and it's one of the dumbest little fucking... You mean crazy kernel, Frog? Crazy Frog. Yeah. And okay. Tithead from fucking Little Nicky had a love child. It's this piece of shit Pokemon. And it, look, it goes on to be even a bigger piece of shit. But this one, this piece of shit with its really fucking weird head, I hate this thing so much. Oh yeah, this is the middle one. Sorry, I yes. got this mixed up with the with the yes. final evolution, which I think the final evolution looks fine. Um, and you know, water ground is a good typing. I think there are much better water ground Pokemon like Quagsire or like um, Dude, oh, what's the what's the Shellos Gastrodon? Yeah, I, I mean, I like using Seismitoad, but I I agree. Polyp- Polypitoad, whatever, Palpitoad, whatever, that thing kind of sucks. Igglybuff sucks, though, because it's, I mean, it's the torchbearer for baby Pokemon that are terrible, that are useless, that are, that were added to the, (laughs) well, they were added to the game in, in gold and silver, or Igglybuff at least was. And and yet you don't find Igglybuff out in the world. It's not like, oh, here's a here's a better way to make the Jigglypuff line um, have a smoother level curve to it. You still just find Jigglypuff in the world. So you there's there's no point in getting an Igglybuff. And the only way you can get one is by breeding. So why would you breed to get a worse Pokemon that then you have to get the friendship mechanic up? I also hate 
evolving by friendship to just get a Jigglypuff, which also still sucks. Uh, I think this is the ugliest of the baby Pokemon. There, there are some other pretty bad baby Pokemon too, but this one I think is the worst and it has again, terrible stats, terrible move pool. Jigglypuff is so bad. It's so bad. It has zero purpose. I I get that Palpatode looks bad. It does. You're right. It's at least a useful Pokemon, and I've used one to get to Seismitoad, which I think is an okay Pokemon. Igglybuff, terrible. Absolutely awful. Unfortunately, because because Igglybuff was one that I thought of immediately, I'm unfortunately going to have to give the nod to uh, Igglybuff this round, Bobby. Palpatode looks very dumb, though. It's a bad, it's a bad Pokemon. Chase, you are the biggest loser. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We didn't uh, tilt them too hard tonight, folks. Uh, these, uh, well, hang on, because I'm tilted now. What the fuck? Why, why did you people do this? Do what? These are good Pokemon, both of them. Uh, this is more... I, I think Scyther looks awesome, but it never really felt like... Wait, who picked Scyther? I yeah. did. Who Why? picked Cinderace? I did. Why? Well, have fun fucking arguing with yourself. Hey, well... Who's, who's, who's the worst Cinderace one? It's because Scyther actually isn't... It's more, I'm disappointed that it, he never felt like a viable option to keep in my party the whole game. Are you just talking Gen 1? Yeah. Okay. I, I get uh, it. I get it with Gen One. It's it's one of the coolest looking Pokemon you could ever find, and then you get it, and it's a bug flying Pokemon that can't learn any bug moves, and it can only learn Wing Attack, and I think that's only in Yellow version. Uh-huh. So it it's a fly. It's a bug flying Pokemon that can't learn bug moves and it can't look, learn flying moves. Yeah, I get it there. It's it's good in in Gen two onwards. Like the Bugsy has well, the one in in Gen two where he uses the the um, Fury Cutter. Johnny, you're saying that you don't like its moveset or the way it looks. No, Scyther. I I love the way Scyther looks. I yeah. think Scyther looks awesome, which is it's why it was the most Pokemon ever. It was that's no, it was just like it's it's why it was so disappointing. I felt like I could never. Why did you pick Cinderace? Because I fucking hate how Cinderace. I had a Cinderace as my. Uh, Johnny starter. likes soccer, and he doesn't like Cinderace because Cinderace likes soccer, but not enough. It's just the Cinderace just calls another, it soccer. That's the problem. Johnny calls it football. By no, I don't. Another <laughs> stupid bipedal. Like I don't know. Like I just. It's a firefighting. I feel irritated. Is, is it fighting? It. No, it's not. It's not fighting. Yeah. No, I think it's just pure fire. I, I think um, that's right. Oh. I think I'll double check myself. I'm, I'm almost Dude, positive. I had a Cinderace that fucking wrecked people. That thing yeah, is yeah, powerful I think Cinderace as shit. Rules. I don't. I don't know what your problem is. It's, I don't know. I just. I would. Look, I would absolutely. Just, I mean, it looks like bad Lola Bunny fan art. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think Scyther is cooler than Cinderace, so Cinderace moves on, but. You're they're both wrong. Yeah, I would I would I would probably I think I just don't like I don't like the way it looks. I guarantee it. So Scyther stays, Cinderace moves? Yeah. Cinderace moves on, yeah. Okay. Right. Not not very far, but it moves on, I guess, in this choice. Look. Right, look. 
I picked. I this bet fucking Bobby cat. picked a lowland Persian. <laughs> I absolutely picked a lowland Persian. <laughs> this fucking bee eating piece of shit, fucking having an allergy to bee attack my girl looking yep. cat. There's no way. Like this is the most massacred. I would say that they've. I'm not even like a huge. I'm not standing. Like, my book yeah. for I, I fucking mean, Persian. Like, Persian's not some amazing yeah. Pokemon. I like a Persian. In That's fact, like, there are some versions of Persian that I think look really cool. Yeah, not this one. This thing looks really unfortunate. It looks like it's got a fucking allergy, and I mean, this is a mass. This massacred it. Now I understood. Like we've already talked about another fucking pikachu clone a little bit or no we didn't yeah. did we we did yeah we i mean we've talked about pikachu clones when we talked about plus one mining and we talked a little bit about it here but yeah i just it's, feel like alolan persian is they could have made a dark type persian a, a, yeah, a yeah meowth in persian sounds sounds like that could be rad like wh- yeah. what if it was a black cat because that would be like that would be cool and they're like actually what if it was purple and looked like shit it had a yeah. big head yeah Fuck. this thing this thing looks really dumb it, I, it does look like some fucking normal ripoff i, I don't so think bad. that you even get like better moves with it but i don't know yeah uh, yeah, per- Persian can already learn. Regular Persian can already learn a handful of dark type moves like bite and and, I, and things like that. I um, I definitely hate Alolan Persian more than Tokyo. Yeah, the only good uh, thing about Alolan Persian is the heavy breathing cat gif that got made that had Alolan Persian in it instead of the cat. That I'm was pretty good. Positive. I'm willing to let Alolan Persian move on. I th- I think that Togetamaru really it's just a really boring pikachu clone and for all the pikachu clones that are out there i think this is one of the worst ones yeah it has the steel typing but it doesn't actually even learn any steel type moves by level up which why why would you do that why wouldn't you give the steel type pokemon a steel type move um, and then to to just add insult to injury in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they make it one of the totem Pokemon where they're like, oh, we really like this. We we think this is a Pokemon that's so cool, that's so important that we should make it a we should make it a very critical part of the game. You're like, Why are you shoving this terrible Pokemon further into my face? But I, I'm fine moving a lowland Persian on. It's the right choice, Chase. The the problem is with the lowland Persian. I I still have good feelings about regular Persian. It's one of the fastest Pokemon. But that's in not general. who we're talking that's about. What makes the lowland version that much more disappointing? We're talking about a lowland boy. All right. Yeah. They are not the same. They are not the same. All right. I mean, I I concede defeat here. Like Delibird, Delibird worse than Moltres. I I hate Moltres, but Delibird. Is a bad is is a worse Pokemon yeah. than Moltres. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No contest. Okay. I still think being a legendary and being this bad, it's, bad. it's not it's not great. But Delibird, Delibird, I'll say is worse. Um, I think Vanillish is worse here as well. Solmanun are so bad. I Chase, this is this is all you, buddy. Is it? I don't. I don't know if I. I. Oh man! They evolved the ice cream cone, and they didn't even fucking make it the, the right scoops. I. I'll. I'll give it to Vanillish for this point, in that Plusle and Minoon only take up two 
spots with bad Pokemon, whereas Vanillish, Vanillux, and what's the other one? Vanillix I, is the I, last one. The only thing that I could, like, if, if I really was going to be tilted on this one way or the other, mm-hmm. I would say Palooza One Men and whatever they're fucking called, they fucking Plus suck and, and, and go. And Pokemon, like, they're, they're annoying yeah. as shit and go. Because there's an abundance of them. And you could use a vanillish. I wouldn't want to, but you could use it and be relatively effective with it. Uh, Plus, and my noon are pretty much always terrible. I think there's some cheesy strats you can do in Nuzlocke things with them, but nope. Ah. We vanillish made it to the next round. Yeah, I think vanillish gets it. I think that's okay. I think that's the right call. Golem versus Igglybuff. Tom is a really bad evolution, but I also think pointlessness. Opposite, pointlessness. Bigly buff. Yeah. Hmm. I do like Bigly Buff's I, little swirl. I think I'm more oh, I disappointed. I, <laughs> I think I'm more disappointed in Golem, but I would still have one in my party. And like I would never have sure. a Jigglypuff, let alone an Igglybuff in my party. No. Yeah. So I, don't think, I mean, yeah. I th- I I vote Igglybuff. All right, Igglybuff goes. Yeah, I think I think that's the right call. Well, you would. Uh, Lowland Persia moves on to the next round. Ab- absolutely, uh, Cinder shouldn't <laughs> even be on this list. I don't I don't understand. Uh, Delibird versus Vanillish. These both suck. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just. Does it get more uh, difficult now because they both suck so much? <laughs> I like. I'm like. I think Delibird is a fun, bad gimmick Pokemon, whereas Vanillish is bad. It's just three is, slots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's supposed to be evocative. I mean, this this came in in black and white. So this is like, hey, America made the ice cream cone. So we should honor that by putting hey, an America, ice cream cone Pokemon in there. Here's some ice yeah, kind cream of, for you. Kind of. I, I will say I'm really glad that nobody put Trubbish or Garbodor in this list because those are. How would we do beautiful. that? Yeah, they're beautiful little boys. I don't know why you you do that, but um so I yeah I think Vanillish is more offensive to me than okay. than Delibird is. Igglybuff right. versus Alolan Persian. I hate this. I just I think that they both suck. Um, I here's where you start Alolan to get it. Persian. Like, you I, used ahead, you buddy. used pointless is the word that you used for Igglybuff mm-hmm. the last round. Mm-hmm. I would argue that this is the most like what isn't a lowland Persian, if anything, but pointless. And what could have uh, been? They could have made something really cool. Yeah, they- it's still useful. Come on. I mean, here's like we all know the prequels suck. We we know that's we know that's true. So like, why are we surprised here, boys? That Igglybuff is bad. You got fucking Clone Wars. 
up against the Rise of Skywalker, or not the Rise of Skywalker, but yeah, the Rise of Skywalker. You've got the sequel trilogy that nobody wanted, and you've got the prequels that nobody understood. Oh, Igly. I understood them. That was a problem. Uh, I, I've a Loman Persian for me. I the more I think about it, I don't know because it. Yeah, they they could have made uh, a really great dark evolution of Meowth and Persian and say we got grapefruit face over there. And <laughs> I, I understand I'm getting outvoted, but I would go with Buff here if it was me. I, I think, I, yeah, I, I could. If you caught me on a different day, I might say Igglybuff. Um, all right. Bobby, you are, just for the record, you are going with the Lowland Persian here? Yes. Okay. So it's a Lowland Persian against Vanillish. Well, Bobby should be happy. All of his picks made it to the finals. I don't know if I'm happy about it. These are bad <laughs> Pokemon. I'm not like, I, I, this is the most defense I've had to put towards a bad thing. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a low Persian for me, but. Mm. It's just a dumb looking Pokemon. So it's Vanillish, but Vanillish takes up more space. Chase, what do you think? Um, man, it's, it's tough. They're, they're both pretty bad. I think. There are some nice things I could say about Alolan Persian from a usability standpoint. I would I would put one in my party before I would put a vanillish. Ice types are are pretty much always bad. They they're weak to a bunch of stuff and they're not very strong against many things. Um It's also a fucking ice cream cone. Like it's not even based on an animal. It's it's based on an inanimate object. I mean, we we had somebody in our chat early when before we even started doing this who who mentioned Klefki, who was also not a very good Pokemon. Um, I think Steel Fairy is a is a pretty cool typing though. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like Pokemon based on inanimate objects as much. Yeah. Um, I, I think like Pokemon are creatures, are animals. I like them being more to that point. Um, I can point at an Alolan Persian and go, "That's a cat." It's an ugly cat, but it's a cat. It's a cat. Vanillish feels wrong to me. I just I don't like it as as a design for a Pokemon. It doesn't feel like a Pokemon to me. I yeah. I remember the first time I encountered a Vanillish in a Pokemon game, and it was one of the most perplexing moments I've had in a Pokemon mm-hmm. game. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this? I mean, also, also, I feel I, like when Game Freak has done inanimate object Pokemon in the past, I think of somebody something like Grimer, which is just this yeah. muck. Um, like that, that no, is supposed to be a commentary. Thank you. Yes, um, but like those Pokemon are supposed to be a commentary on how humans have fucked up things uh, or Porygon that, that humans kind of tried to play God and build their own Pokemon. And this is what's, this is what happened to it. Or you get like the story of Mewtwo and how that was made. Um, Vanillish doesn't have that backstory. It's not like somebody said, we're going to try to make an ice cream Pokemon. And this, this is the horrible monster that showed up from it. It just like, this is supposed to be some naturally occurring I know thing. that's the oh, dumbest man. part. Get the fuck out of here! I man, get out I, of here with that shit. I hate, I hate both I of think, these. I think Vanilla takes it. Yeah, that's 
It's it's so bad. It's it's, it's bad. And again, like Chase, you brought it up first. I wasn't even going to bring that point up. The evolution taking up three spaces sucks. Yeah. Congratulations, Vanillish. I feel a little bad because I think I think Vanillish is a very obvious pick. Yeah, but we had but it's obvious for a reason. It's it's really it's really that heinous. It really just is that heinous. It earns that spot. Who was your number one pick from your team, Chase? Igly? Uh from mine, uh Togetamaro, Aromatisse, Alomomola, Rapier, Igly Buff, Moltres. Uh it's it's probably Igly Buff. It it probably is. Yeah. Igly Buff's just so bad. Um I will say, going back over this list though, uh we only had one. No, we had two. We had two Pokemon from Sword and Shield. We had Bolton and uh Cinderace. Um, but I was I was going to say I'm I'm su- I was pleasantly surprised at how how few uh, sword and shield Pokemon I hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I when I think about this, I you know, I always have good fond feelings about Gen one and two. And, you know, then, uh, you know, I think I still think three had some, some good designs. But then as you go on, it seems like it's hard to make Pokemon. It's hard to make yeah. new Pokemon, and honestly, uh, and I and I've been, I haven't seen the leaks. I haven't seen a ton of leaks, but the Pokemon I have seen for Scarlet and Violet, not a lot of them inspire confidence for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's some real rough designs in some of those. The worst part of the worst Pokemon in Sword and Shield weren't even Pokemon. It was the two dudes with the haircuts. They were, they were the yeah. worst. If I could have yeah, put was, them on this bracket, they would have won. Those guys are pretty stupid. Um, I mean, I didn't love the uh, the fossils. That I liked the story behind them. That hey, we were were these the British scientists. Who, yeah, like the the ones where they you know the British scientists made. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Galarian scientists put together these Pokemon and didn't understand how the bones worked uh, or just wanted to make up their own Pokemon by putting the bones together. The way that British scientists have fucked up, or archaeologists, I guess, have uh, have fucked up dinosaur bones to try to come up with their own dinosaurs to get some credit that they found some new species. I like the story behind it. I think all those things fucking suck, but... Yeah, I... I, I, for the most part, really liked a lot of sword and shield designs, and uh, yeah. I'm. Uh, but so far, you know, we're only a couple days away. We got Scarlet and Violet coming. Who knows? Maybe we'll have to update this this uh, this bracket with uh, with something coming here soon. But uh, I have fingers crossed. I I want to like these games, even even though I'm I don't think they're necessarily for me anymore. I don't feel like they've been for me for a couple generations now. But uh, it's always a it's always a big event when a new Pokemon game comes out. So I'm looking forward yeah. to talking about that. I know we're going to be playing that on Friday all together if we can, or at least we're going to be streaming it one way or another. We'll see if we can get to a place where we can do the co-op. But I'm looking forward to. Quick. I bet it will. I bet it will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this oh, was dude. fun. I think that there's probably other things that we could look at with Pokemon, like. Uh, late stage evolutions or like you know Mm -hmm. we can get a little more specific on the criteria of things we like or dislike uh but 
thank you, Johnny, for this deep dive. It's always fun yeah. to argue with you all. Um, yeah. The week ahead is Chase called out. We it's a Pokemon week, so that's super exciting. We got two mainline Pokemon. Well, Arceus is not considered mainline. Sorry, uh, we got two. Yeah, we got a mainline and a really solid Pokemon game uh, this year. So we'll be streaming that on Friday. Chase and I played Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope on Monday night. Probably the last time that I'm going to stream that this year. Um, if you want to follow along with that, we've got video on demand of a few streams of that game. Still very, very good. Uh, Chase alluded to it earlier, but if you want to hear more of why we maybe are on the fence or a little cold and lukewarm on Tactics uh, Ogre Reborn, you can see that quick look on our YouTube page. Tonight was episode 299 of the Casual Hour Live. Uh, if you want to find any more deep dives we've got one every month so go find our catalog either on youtube or you can go to anchor.fm slash the casual hour and see some of our other deep dives from magazine uh spelunking to tinfoil hat on mobile technologies there's a lot of fun stuff that we do there for sure uh we also teased a quick look for sonic frontiers maybe the most fascinating game i've played in some time uh that quick look is up and you can see our reaction to what is happening in that game right there on youtube and friday night again twitch.tv slash casual hour 10 30 p.m central tune in for pokemon scarlet and violet uh before i hand it over to chase we are going to not have a podcast next week as we are taking that time off for thanksgiving we will, however, have uh, streams on Monday and Friday night. So tune in, hang out, see what that's all about. Chase and I will probably play more and, Pokemon on Monday. And Quick Looks, too. We are doing Quick Looks yes, next week. We'll have Quick Looks okay. next week, for sure. Cool. Uh, and then Friday night, Johnny and I are going to check out uh, Warzone 2.0. So we've got some fun stuff next week around the I turkey. Mean. Chase, you've got a lot going on. What say you? Yeah, I'll just mention a couple new things that I've got. One of them is, uh, I think I mentioned this on Monday as well, but I have a new episode out uh, on Chasey K Plays of uh, SteamWorld Heist, uh, my, my Cowbots and Aluminum series that I've been making. Uh, that's episode eight. Fun to get back to that game. I, I, I want to go back and, and play even more. Um, and I, I were still waiting on a capture card thing for this PC, but I can still do it for my laptop. So we'll keep moving along with that uh, at the moment, and then we'll uh, we'll bump it up to the to the PC when we can. Uh, but that's been great. You can search for that. Uh, you go to go to the link tree that Bobby just put in the chat, and you can find the Chase Gate Plays thing there too. Uh, I need to remember what the handle is for for YouTube. I know it's. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you have to put an at symbol in there at chase k plays after youtube.com yeah i don't it's know it's youtube.com slash at chase k plays got it cool well there it is that's that's easier to remember um and then also i recorded and today it just went up live a new episode of pilot program the podcast i do with good friend of the show pierce Corshane. um this is our second episode we talked about the boys the the pilot episode of uh amazon prime videos the boys and uh i'll i'll give a slight spoiler warning we didn't love it but i we had a really good conversation uh we broke it down a lot about we we talked a lot about watchmen um the the movie and the comic book not the not the show um but it was a really good conversation, and uh, I think there were things that we really appreciated about the show, uh, despite coming down 
on the relative negative side of the fence on that one. Uh, we also announced what our next episode is going to be, which I'm extremely excited about. I'll, I'll say I didn't pick it, but I'm very happy it got picked. We're going to watch the very first episode of Monday Night Raw, <laughs> um, which oh yeah, that's that's going to be that's going to be incredible. I, I know I did watch that back in the day but I don't remember anything about it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talk about some, some fucking wrestling. That's going to be great. Um, but yeah, you can find that uh, pilot program pod on Twitter. And, uh, and we are on a cast. Yeah. Just, just go to the Twitter. It's that's the easiest way to, to find the, the episodes and, uh, and find uh, your way or search for pilot program on uh, Apple, Apple podcasts or overcast or whatever you use. And we'll be there. Awesome. Uh, Johnny, anything from you? No, sir. All right. Well, this has been uh, a deep dive. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and hanging out. And we will be back soon. Take care.